Welcome to Red Gate and Wolf. We're an actual play Monster of the Week podcast. I am your host and keeper, Sarah, and joining me today is Sean. Hi, I'm Sean, and I play Angus McRae, the monstrous. And the lovely Celeste. Hello, my name is Celeste, and I play Marie Redgate, the crooked. When last we met, these chuckleheads vanquished a demon, a.k.a. Job's mum. Angus almost died, while Marie traumatised Joel by lopping his mother's head off right in front of him. After some much-needed healing and goodbyes to old-slash-new-slash-old allies, the magic ritual to return Thing 1 and Thing 2 back to the future was a mixed success. Marie and Angus find themselves back in the town of Hendrix, but is everything still as they left it? We return now to the Watchtower Tavern. You hear Joel say, yes, yeah, yeah, no, you're not going to believe this. Uh, Marie, she's she's here, she's alive, she just walked in, she walked into this heaven. Okay, okay, yep, yep. Okay, I'll, I'll let her know, okay, bye. And he hangs up the phone and he turns around to Marie and he says, I was just talking to Jax, he's coming straight over. Fuck. <laughs> God damn it. He's just in the middle of a job, but he, he said he's going to turn around and come back to Hendrix. Since when do you talk to Jax? Since when do I not talk to Jax? Uh, he he left, like, weeks ago, didn't he? Um, uh, Marie, are you, are you feeling okay? Do you, do you need a drink? And he starts pouring you a drink, puts it on the bar in front of you. Where have you been? I mean... You have been missing for weeks. What happened? Got lost in the woods. You know, I think I hit my head while um out there. How about you give me like a, a little rundown of everything? Well, uh, and he kind of looks over at the other patrons. He says, probably not something we can talk about in public, if you know what I mean. Right. And then he looks over and he notices Angus by the door and he says, oh, uh, come on in. Come on in. Would you like a drink? I, I would. Right. Uh, what would you like? I think it's going to glance at Marie uncertainly. Oh, I'll take some scotch. Scotch. <laughs> Excellent. Excellent choice. One moment. McCallum, if you have any. Ten here. Uh, I think we have that. Yes. Yes, we do. Grabs your uh, glass and he starts pouring it for you. So, uh, what brings you to the Watchtower Tavern? Oh, I just passing through. Huh. Like a charming town. I think I'd stop in. Hmm. Well, it's pretty good as small towns go, I suppose. I can't complain. Oh, very good. Are you the owner here? Oh, no, no, no. No, I'm just um filling in for my sister. Oh, very good. A charming place. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. If you'll excuse me, I've uh just got to catch up with my friend here. Gestures for Marie to follow him up the stairs. Yeah, um, you know, this place is great, great for, um, sightseeing. Gotta keep your eyes and ears open. A lot of great, you know, wildlife around here. Just give Angus a couple pats on the shoulder and follow Joel up, upstairs. Right, sure. He takes you to what you know to be as Meadow's room. Okay. And he opens the door. 
and you see Meadows sprawled out on the bed, still heavily pregnant, lots of empty chocolate wrappers all around the bed. Oh, Marie, you're back. I sure am. That's good. I'm still pregnant. I can see. How do you get these things out? <laughs> Don't have a lot of experience with that, to be honest with you, but... Just putting things in. Shut up. Ah, <laughs> uh, I have no idea how this is going to play out. It's been almost a whole month. Wait, what? Usually it's um longer than than that. Um, well, you know that Meadow's special. Oh, I I know. Yes, she is. <laughs> So we're just kind of playing it by ear, and we've got lots of towels on hand, uh, just in case. So, uh, anything new happen in the weeks that I was gone? I don't know. Joel won't let me out of my room. You know, that's probably not helping. Maybe I had a little walk around, might speed things up. Ah, yes, let's go for a walk, Marie. I don't think I can skip, but we can still hold hands. Sure, yeah. Uh, don't do anything more with her than holding hands. Uh, that I think that's what got her into this situation in the first place. Joel, you do know how things work, right? Yeah, and she's only, like, a month pregnant, and she's huge. Yeah, but I don't think that, that you know, it's compatible between us to cause this. I have no idea how it works with my sister. I don't want to think about how it works or what she's or who she's been doing. Look, you're the one who brought it up. I'm just saying we don't want triplets of whatever this is. I just, I, Joel, who's minding the bar? I will. And he just turns on his heel and walks right out of there. Scared. <laughs> Why are you scared? I don't know what's happening. The future is different. Someone fucked with time, man. Ugh. <sighs> Doctor's gonna be so pissed. <laughs> Who's gonna be pissed? Sorry. Exactly. Worry, <laughs> we'll make sure Meadow has like sandals on, probably like flip flops or something. Okay. Take her out for a walk away from people. She waves at Angus and everyone as she walks out. Angus kind of waves back. He's really big. Baby, you got no idea. Yes, he is. You kind of have to force her out of the bar. <laughs> She's still staring at Angus. We will sort of head tilt to try to signal Angus to follow. And uh, lead her toward general direction, you know, to the river, towards the trees with the clearing. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, okay. It takes a little while. She's uh, not not as nimble with that giant belly. And his swollen ankles. Angus will uh, pay his tab at the old tavern bar there. Thank uh, Joel for the drink. 
kind of said Jacob. And uh, <laughs> kind of wander out from the uh, tavern. Okay. I love the grass. Yes, she does. And she suddenly kicks her sandals off and starts walking through the grass towards the copes of trees. She just leaves her sandals behind her on the, on the ground. It's probably like rocks and like twigs and stuff. Your feet are probably going to hurt. If it does, you know, hurt, she doesn't let it show. That's fair. Is, Ang- is Angus caught up? Slightly jog over? No, Angus is hanging back. <laughs> no! Uh, so, uh, Meadow, I got. I had, just need to ask, does Aramitha mean anything to you at all? That, that word? Aramitha. No. Should it? Probably not. I'm sure I... Okay. I thought I read it in your room, but I probably just misread something. Yeah, it's probably like on one of the posters. I just misread it. Um, what about the name like Angus? Um, yeah. That sounds Scottish. Yeah, it's also kind of like like the cows, like the, the beef. Oh. Yeah. Really? Yeah, cows are pretty. They are. I uh, ever met any person cow. named Angus, any county na- an- named Angus, any any. I don't think I know anyone called Angus. Are you giving me names for the baby? Yeah, you know, just just um brainstorming. They both sound nice. Yeah, yeah. Uh, both are both are nice names. Um, I know Joel was saying Jax was uh. On a job, what kind? Of, what kind of job was was that? Well, he doesn't tell us. No, of of course not. But I assume it's for the vampire people, right? He must die. He works for the vampire people. That's 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 right. But I mean, he probably tells you more than he tells us. Yeah, probably. Um, you know, how long has he been been hanging out here? If you could remind me again. Well, I think it's been a few months, not long after you arrived. All right, and um, do you ever meet anyone named Hendrix? And she glows at this point. Oh, <laughs> yes. Yeah. He's the reason I'm like this. Yeah, probably probably a bad name. And I can't get high anymore. Yeah, that's 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 a bad name. That that name has bad vibes. Oh yeah, that's right. That's oh, I thought it was Jackson. Knocked her up. My bad. <laughs> no, 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 no. Rosie has informed me he assumed that Jax and um Meadow did bang at some point. <sighs> that's skis ball. She's holding onto your hand and kind of. Almost skipping, you know, kind of swinging your arms, but just kind of slowly toddling along. Snuggles in closer to you. You smell so delicious. That's weird. That's a weird thing to say. Is Sheriff Winters still Sheriff Winters? I think so. Did you, like, have that amnesia thing or something? 
Joe said you've been missing for a few weeks. Yeah, you know, wandered off, got lost. It it um must have hit my head on a rock or something, and things are a bit fuzzy. Did you destroy the record? Shit, did we? <laughs> yes. Uh, yeah, record gone. Record's gone. That's good, because that's when you went missing, and you ran off with the record. Um, how long have you owned the tavern? Are there still, you know, receipts and, you know, logs of when people check in and out? Um, guest book. I think I've had it for maybe 20 years. Joel might know where that stuff is. Why? No reason. You know, this walk has been great. Let's get you back into bed. No. And she lets go of you and tries to <laughs> run off towards no. the river. <laughs> no, no, no. I, I want to catch her. You want to catch her? Act under pressure. <laughs> Tackle a pregnant woman to the ground. Nice. You murder her. <laughs> Mother. That's a nine. Oh, yeah, what the fuck happened to the head? Worst <laughs> <laughs> outcome. Hard choice or price to pay. Oh my god, do I still have the head in the bag? <laughs> <laughs> it's probably gross. You run forward after her, but she surprised you and got quite a bit of a head start. And even though she seemed like she was waddling earlier, she's not waddling now. <laughs> she gets quite the way before you manage to chase up to her and kind of grab her. But you trip and fall into her, and the two of you go end over end and end up in the river. Angus, you see this. Angus saves the day. <laughs> Does he? How? He catches them before they go in the river. Oh, you're going to protect someone, I guess? Yes. He's going to reach out, because he's been hanging back, just kind of listening and chilling in the shadows, because he doesn't want to mysteriously come upon these two ladies in the freaking woods, because that would never end well. <laughs> so he just kind of dashes out real quick as he sees Marie collide with the... Uh, um, Meadow. Thank you. And uh, grabs hold of the back of Marie's pants. We'll see. Roll for that. Protect someone. That's tough. This could go very wrong. Nah. Ten. <laughs> Success. Okay, you grab her by the <laughs> pants, pulling her up short, and since she's kind of wrapped her arms around Meadow, she comes up short too, and um, they are inches from going face first into the drink, so to speak. Oh, careful now. Kind of Paul's back and pulls Marie back up to her feet. And vis-a-vis also, Meadow. Wow, you're so strong. Aye, just doing hard work. Got to be careful next I later. Don't want to fall in. I didn't want to fall in. I was just going to get my feet wet. As evidence of this taps her tippy toes into the water. See? Why? And she is just staring at you, Angus. Totally fixated. (laughs) We can get water at the tavern to put your feet into. 
you don't even notice it, but she seems to somehow be getting closer, even though you don't see her feet move. It's almost like she's floating closer to you. And the next thing you know, she's belly and all pressed up against you. I think that's close enough. There's only one way for you to get any closer. (laughs) Sarah. (laughs) Oh, no. Angus looks visibly uncomfortable. I look visibly uncomfortable. Bree's <laughs> going to grab Petal by the shoulders and steer her towards the tavern. Oh, no, arms are around. She is affixed to the fine specimen of a human being. Angus kind of looks to Marie pleadingly. Marie, what what I do? Um, The hands are roaming. Just... Oh, I- I, I, just pick her, pick her up and we'll get back to the tavern and then Joel can deal with this, okay? This buttocks is so hard. I'm sure it is. Oh my god. And if we get back to the tavern, you can probably find out what else. Buddy! Celeste! We need to get her back to that fucking tavern! I was, ta- I was thinking, like, you know, rock-hard abs, you know. That's like, not what you were thinking. <laughs> That's not what Mita was thinking. My God in heaven. Uh, Angus kind of grits his teeth and scowls a little bit at Marie and, and bends down and kind of sweeps up um, Meadow. Oh. <laughs> Her arms go around your throat, uh, unique. Jesus Christ. Everybody wants to kill Angus. <laughs> That's not what she's putting her arms around her <laughs> your neck for. Oh my god. I let's let's go back to the tavern then. Briskly walk. <laughs> Why? That we are. Angus, you are aware of something wet against your throat. She's licking <laughs> oh, you. Oh. Ew. My. Walk faster, it'll be over soon. <laughs> my god. Oh, poor Angus. Oh, stop that. <laughs> oh, <laughs> don't, please don't do that. Meadow, he might be ticklish um, and, and drop you. You probably should stop. Oh, ticklish. Oh, my God. <laughs> Those hands go roaming again. <laughs> oh, no. That's like the magic word for some reason. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> <laughs> Just imagining him trying to run with this woman in his arms, is <laughs> licking and fondling him in public. Like trying to hold her with one arm and like... Fend her off with the other. Yeah. Oh <laughs> palm and face kind of thing. Oh my great goodness. Okay, you eventually make it, you finally make it to the tavern. Slightly moist. Burst through the door. <laughs> Burst through the door suddenly, and you're followed by Angus with Meadow in his arms. And Joel looks up, and he's like, "Ah, what? What happened? Is she okay? Is the is the baby out? What? Is, was there goo? Do you need towels?" <laughs> and he goes running up the stairs in search of towels. Wait, no, take her. <laughs> Angus, we gotta go after. Ah. Why? Alright, let's take you to your room, dear. Oh, yes! Oh, God, no. <laughs> take her up the stairs. <laughs> following her brother. Yes. 
Okay, um, he's got, like, all the towels. There's towels everywhere in this room. And she's like, Joel, just leave. Leave and shut the door behind you. No, no, don't do that. Angus kind of gingerly sets her down on her feet. On her feet? Aye, on her feet. Okay, and you find yourself a little bit entangled because she's somehow latched on to your shirt and it's coming off over your head. Oh, God. No. Marie's like on the other side trying to keep it down. <laughs> Joel, can you please can, can you please control her? I I no uh, um I can't and he's got his hands over his eyes trying to like <laughs> no no but he's kind of peeking as well because he's, oh, you know, he's, he's still a little bit Joel. That's, that's, to, you know, that's, yeah. that's but at the same time it's his sister so he's like uh. I'm sure if you help. This kind stranger who helped save your sister, I'm sure he'll be very appreciative. So if you could please get Meadow under control. Manipulate someone! She's already is. <laughs> oh. Well, she's given him something he might want, but now she's got to roll to see if he's going to go along with it. Please. Oh, thank God that's an 11. <laughs> thank God. Uh, okay, okay, um, you grab her and I'll, um, I'll grab his shirt, um, and you kind of maneuver around each other. Wait, what? <laughs> it stays on. Oh, it might be easier to, to, to let her have it, and... She might be right. Yep. Oh. And off it goes, and he quickly <laughs> ushers Angus out of the room and slams the door shut behind you guys. Oh. She said something about you saving my sister. Angus, rather breathless, bewildered, hair disheveled, kind of looking around. Shirtless. Oh, and shirtless. Aye. <laughs> oh, she and the other lady were down by the river, and uh, they tripped, and I caught them. Oh. They must fell into the river. Oh, um, uh, thanks, man, thanks. And he reaches out and kind of pats you on the side of the arm. Wow. <laughs> Aye. Do you work out? Uh, I... Man, your biceps are huge. Why? Uh, uh, thank you. I mean, I'd offer you a shirt, but I don't think you can fit any of mine. Oh, yeah. I'm sure there's a general store somewhere in town I can get a shirt. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, uh, you said your name was, was Angus, right? Oh, you're not in there with me, though, still? Okay. No, 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 I, I would have. Uh... <laughs> Act under pressure to see if you got out. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> oh, no. If you got out alive. Ooh. Unscathed. That's a seven. I did it. <laughs> but it's Act under pressure, so it's a uh, worse outcome, a hard choice, or a price to pay. <laughs> oh, no. Marie has no pants now. You can make it out of the room without any of your shirts. Somehow all of them have come off. <laughs> or you can stay in the room with her, but you're trapped in the room with her. This is a win-win. I don't want to be in the room. You don't want to be in the room? I don't want to be in the room. Joel and Angus are now very aware that you are behind them, but since you're so tiny, you know, they didn't notice you. Joel does a double take for a moment. He's like, um, weren't you wearing, like, 11 billion layers? Your sister is very persistent. Yeah. 
Marie, with your shirt. Wait, you two know each other? He's probably just really good with names. We introduced ourselves on the uh, walk over. Uh huh. Of course, you've already. Oh man, Jax is. <laughs> mm, he's not going to be happy. And he just walks off down the stairs. Jax, Marie, what's he talking about, Jax? I don't know. Some. <sighs> what's going on? We're not in the same Hendrix. I guess. Think. Yeah. What happened with the spell? What did you do? What do you mean, what did I do? What did you do? Actually, the sad part was if I had rolled a weird, it would have been better, because I have like a three. That's that point. <laughs> well, she's the one who's actively used magic before, so that's why I had her roll. I have magic. <laughs> but I was never good at it. Clearly. <laughs> <laughs> well, what are we going to do? You still have your bag. I still have my bike. We can just leave, find a payphone, call Mr. Ephraim, and figure out what else is different. Call Mr. Ephraim? Everything else is different. Yeah, I think that's going to go for well. Not everything's different. This is still called the Watchtower Tavern. There's still Joe. There's still Meadows. Scotch exists. Yeah, it does. It does. Well, where am I supposed to go? Uh, to a clothing store first. You should talk yourself. I forgot. <laughs> Is Joel back with a shirt yet? <laughs> oh, he wasn't going to get a shirt. Oh, he went off downstairs. Dick. Yeah, no one told him to get a shirt. <sighs> he was looking for an Angus, and it looked like uh, Marie had beat him to it. <laughs> Does Angus still have his bag on him? Still have the bag with him? Sure. Got, got his bag, right? Yes. Bag full of weapons in the head. With one shirt wrapped around it, I believe. Oh, see, there you get a shirt. I have a shirt. Head juice. That's fine. Shirt's a shirt. Covered in blood and gore. This will go over well. From a three-day-old head, I believe. Yeah, there's a stink that you might have to, like, burn the duffel bag to get rid of. And probably the shirt. What I was envisioning with the head is... Mavis or Aramitha would study it and we'd leave it with them. You never said anything. Uh, I was like, do you guys want to do anything chance. while you're waiting? Yep. Uh, okay. that's, uh, you know, that is true. You did do Uh-huh. You did this to yourself. <laughs> mm-hmm. Well done. Look, there was a lot going on. There was kids to bribe and kidnap. People to use their magical essences of without them knowing. Yeah, that worked out well. Well, perhaps we need to stock up on some provisions, like clothing. I need some clothes. And you definitely need to cover up. Are we, like, in a hallway where there's rooms and doors? You're at the top of the stairs in the hall, so, yeah. Is there a linen closet nearby? Sure. I guess opens the linen closet, takes out a sheet, and just hands it to Marie. Mm-hmm. Honestly, woman, cover yourself. She could probably fit in a pillowcase if you just cut holes in her arms <laughs> and the head. Figure she could rock the toga. We will wrap herself up and then walk up towards the honeymoon suite where that was. Not the charred remains. Try to get into the room. You have the key. You put it in the lock. It works. And then you go. Angus follows. It looks about the same as you remember it looking. 
big couch, a small bar area, a giant table in front of a fireplace, huge full poster bed, a door off to the bathroom ensuite, and um, probably a door to another bedroom. Any wardrobes, dressers, closets, bags? Yeah, sure. Just, I'm going to snoop. I just want to snoop. You find your stuff. You also find clothing for a man that is not Angus. <laughs> oh, goody. Oh, damn it. While Marie's doing that, Angus is going to poke his head into the uh, spare bedroom. Yeah, it's just a spare bedroom. Barton, not in use by the looks. Comes back out. Looks Marie. Maybe you stay in this suite alone in this time. Are, are the clothing, the men's clothing that here, is it like nice suits? Yeah. Fuck. <laughs> Damn it. Marie's gonna quickly pull on one of her shirts and then an extra button up as a, as a, like a sweater. Uh, no, mm-hmm. not staying here alone. Um, you should probably get out of this room. Angus tilts his head. Why? Why's that new? The door to the honeymoon suite opens. Jax opens the door, steps in to see uh, the two before him. I assume near the bedroom or near the bed or on the bed? Not on the bed, but within proximity of the bed, we will say. Uh, sushi cat? Marie, we need to talk about these things before, uh, before they happen like this. Now, I know we, uh, had our conversations earlier, but I don't think that uh, just springing things on each other is something we could do at this moment. Hey, Jax, what? How's it going? Well, I just got a phone call from uh, Joel. He told me you're back in town. Did you? Uh, did you ever get that record you were after? Yeah, no, rec- totally got the record. Um. Yeah, you know, it feels like I never really left town, to to be honest. But um, I thought you were out somewhere, the, or you know, the the people. Oh come now, Marie, you know who they are. Don't tell me you don't have a few tattoos of your own. At this point, Angus just kind of looks at Marie. Oh right, um, Jax, this is Angus. He was helping me with Meadow to um rein her in. He was just leaving. Come now, no one can rein Meadow in. Oh, I... you have no idea. Well, I guess I'll just be taking my leave, then. Angus kind of looks around the room, kind of looking a little put out that he's been kicked out of his room, that it's apparently not his room anymore. Kind of starts towards the door. But yeah, I guess I'll talk to you later. I'm sorry for the misunderstanding. I'm sure in other circumstances, things could have worked out different. Sorry for your troubles. We could pay for you for a room if it's something that you needed. Angus kind of looks very quizzically at Jax. Uh, no, uh, I'm sure I'll be fine. I appreciate it. I'll let you two catch up. Thank, thank you for understanding. Kind of looks quizzically between the two and just kind of saunters out the door past Jax. Marie, what was that about? It's, it's really a long story. Is that dog fur on my suit? <clears throat> it might. We we went. I took Meadow on a walk, and we encountered a pack of uh, wild dogs. It was really crazy. Oh, I'm sure it was. Was that on your way back from getting your record? I didn't take the record per se. It's not something that 
is to be had now. I'm pretty sure it was destroyed. Destroyed. That's what I remember happening to it. Did you ever listen to the record? I have a feeling we might be talking about different uh, records at the moment. Which record are you talking about? Ah, uh, it was a red disc, something about trolls in the title. Sarah, is that the record I am talking about? Yeah. Alright, cool. I just want to make sure we're on the same page. Now, let's get on the same page about what just happened there. Who was that? Some guy. Name's Angus. And guessing there's more? There could be. But, you know, I think right now I need a drink. I've had quite a day. And Marie will move to get past Jax. I, uh, kind of step to the side, but look at you inquisitively. Can I investigate this mystery? Sure. Based on the information you've seen and what is before you, I, I guess so. Also, um, Marie, are you heading for the little sidebar in the honeymoon suite, or are you aiming to escape the room entirely? Oh, leave, leave the room. So I'm thinking of this as like a really quick investigate mystery, like a quick glance. One question, go for it, with that seven. One question, but I want to ask it directly to Marie. Okay, go for it, we'll see how this plays out. What is being concealed here? Can a lot be an answer to this question? Marie, can you tell me what's going on here? You know, just a lot of crazy stuff has happened. Um, sounds really crazy. But, um, did I ever tell you about my friend, uh, Daniel? Yeah, I remember. Yeah, well, I thought I saw him the other day, and then, I don't know, I had, I don't know if it was a, a dream or, like, a vision or something. Some, It was fucking weird. But then that guy was in it, and we saw him, Meadow and I saw him, like, out by the river. It's just weird. I'm, g I'm gonna have a drink now. Well, I'll give you a moment, but... I'll be down in a bit. I want to hear more about what happened. Yep, yeah, of course. Angus, what are you doing? Where are you going? Why? I don't know. I need clothing. I am bear. <laughs> a bear wolf. Got it. Sweet. Wolf bear. Uh, he'll go downstairs to the bar. Mm-hmm. Joel's ogling you from behind the counter. Of course he is. Is Joel a big fella? He's uh fairly tall, but he's more lean muscle. Fair. Angus will walk the bar where Joel is, kind of hesitate for a second. Do you know what? I might be able to get some clothes. I seem to have lost all mine. Uh, yeah, but how does one lose all of their clothes when they're on holiday? Were they stolen, or...? Aye, aye, they were stolen. Right, okay, well, um, I guess I can, you can't really go out like that, and he'll, uh, look around the bar, spy someone over in the corner, and he'll be like, I'll be right back, one second, goes off, and he starts talking to this person, and they seem to hand over their, their jacket to him, and he comes back, and he says, Richie over there will need his coat back. Why? Nangus kind of looks over at Richie and gives him a quick nod. Hey. I appreciate it. Is there a store in town I could get some clothes? 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just uh, just down the uh, down the street, one block, and uh, around the corner, right by the library. Nice. Thanks, Joel. You're a lifesaver. Uh, you're welcome. Kind of quickly dashes out of the bar, tavern. He watches you go. He does. Kind of makes a beeline towards the store. And he finds Jimmy's threads, secondhand threads. That's workable. Yep. Makes his way inside, opens the door. Ding, 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 as the bell rings. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Do you want to play this out, or oh, actually, you've got no money on you, don't you? Shit. Yeah, I probably wouldn't have anything. So you realize this as you walk in through the door. Damn it. Oh, are you all right, dear? This little old lady says from the counter as she puts down her knitting. Oh, I've had all my clothes stolen, and I bought this jacket from a nice guy at the tavern. Oh. I came in here to replace my clothes, and I realized my wallet was with my clothing. Oh, oh no, oh dear. Would you, would you like me to call the, the sheriff, dear? No, that's quite right. It, it's not something to concern them with. It's, it's my problem, obviously. Uh-huh. I'm not going to steal clothing from this. I can hand the word. <laughs> Shit. Alright, fine. So Angus will slink out of the damn store because fucking money. What time of day is it? Mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure we said, but I can't remember. What time of day would you like it to be? Close to closing time. Sure. So you can break in later? Well, yeah. I don't have to go home, but I can't stay here. Sure. Close to closing time. One last call for alcohol. So what are you doing? Are you just lingering in an alley like a creeper or? Yes. Okay. Uh, the little old lady, you watch her as she packs up. Seems she's an early closer. She heads on out and tosses off on her Excuse me? flat heels towards the library. What? Nothing. Is there a back door? Isn't there always a back door, Sean? You're the one who usually says that. There should be. Sure. Actually, no, I'm going to make this difficult because you've been annoying. There is no back door. <laughs> Are there windows in the rear? There is no rear. It's a small second-hand clothing store and the back of the building is another building. I would have thought it was a circular building. I was thinking it was going to be 2D. Oh. Uh, ha, ha. We're not in Flatland, although the map sure looks like it. Well, well, if there's no back door, I'll just simply have to make one. I'm just kidding. So what do you do? There's no bloody way into this building, is there? Except for the front door. Mm, front door, just glass, glass um, display windows, yep. I don't need clothing that bad. So there's an alleyway between. You were in an alleyway, yes. Anything else there, Sean? Or do you want me to... Whoop. Oh my fucking god. <laughs> Act under pressure. What are you doing in that alleyway, Sean? With that five. Trying to shift. Trying to shift? Oh, yes! What does the miss do? You're stuck in this form for the rest of the day, aren't you? Oh, isn't only the first time I do that? Oh, no. You're stuck in my current form today. They are. I'm stuck as a human. Ooh, but I leveled up. So you go, you look left, look right, you duck into the alley, you take your clothes off to shift. I wasn't going to. Well, I don't know. I mean, this is not your jacket. That's okay. 
And those are not your pants, but that doesn't matter for the pants. <sighs> sure. Okay, so Angus takes his clothes off and he stands there and he starts straining and looking for that moment to shift, but it's just not happening. And then you hear a whoop <laughs> as the flicker of red and blue lights dance across the wall of the alleyway. Gotta hate you. <laughs> I know, I love it. And um, a familiar looking deputy steps out of the car. Uh, sir, um, I'm afraid you, you'll need to put your clothes back on and um, I'll hop into my vehicle. We're going for a ride. Oh, this is just what I needed. Jesus Christ. And he dons his sweatpants and borrowed jacket, kind of looks at Deputy Mater, sighs, towering over him, and then just kind of moseys to the car and gets in the passenger seat. Frowns at you like, uh, sir, I mean the back seat. When when a, a sheriff's deputy asks you to get into his vehicle, he means the back door. Ah, but as you can see, there's no room in the back. There's simply more room here. I'm a big guy. It's all right. You just go and take into the sheriff's office. Let's go. He's perfectly aware of how big you are because he just got an eyeful of that a moment ago. Well, let's go. Um, ah. Uh... And he just kind of like throws his hands up in the air and makes his way around his, his patrol car, hops in and drives you just around the block to the sheriff's office. Well, that's happening. Marie, you escaped from the honeymoon suite. Where'd you go? There has to be like a liquor store or something here, right? Yes. That's where I'm going. But there is also liquor in the honeymoon suite and liquor downstairs. So Yeah, but liquor away from this situation is what Marie wants. You want a liquor? Okay. <laughs> Depends on which her. Anyways. Hmm, sure. Celeste! As she started it. It's not my fault. Didn't seem to matter, the situation. <laughs> <laughs> you head on off down the road towards the Stratus End Church, because of course there is a liquor store right across the road. What would it be named that's Jimi Hendrix-themed, Celeste? Or anyone? Hendrix booze. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> anyone else? Give you a plus one on your next roll. Rosie, do your creative stuff. Yeah, give me like two seconds. I just gotta like think about it. <laughs> That's what she said. Uh, let's say it's like, uh, you know, it's, it's all alcohol good. So the wine cries Mary. The wine cries Mary. Okay. Yeah, there's a there's a song called The Wind Cries Mary. So it's Mary is an M E R Y? No, M A R Y. We'll say it's Mary is an M E R R Y cuz that makes sense of alcohol, right? You are you are the person creating this world. Yes. <laughs> we are creating <laughs> it together. That is way better, yeah. No. Take your plus one forward for your next roll. Fuck yeah. Give me that. Marie heads on off to the liquor store known as the Wine Cries Mary. It is open. It is getting late in the afternoon. A lot of places around are closing up, but the liquor store is still open. What do you do? Is it like one like one aisle, or is there like multiple aisles? What's the selection? 
Yeah, there's a, there's a few aisles. It's a small liquor store because, I mean, most people will go to the Watchtower Tavern. Think of a, a small 7-Eleven or a Quickie Bart or whatever it is they're called in America or Canada land. 7-Eleven co-authors a whole bunch of different ones. Makes more sense than what they're called in New Zealand. Dairies. <laughs> they do sell milk. Yeah, but so does a grocery. You don't call a grocery store the cereal place. Or like... <laughs> it's so dumb. <laughs> okay, whatever. Go on. Get What are you alcohol? What are you doing? Who's on duty? A pimply 18-year-old. Yeah, make him 19, meet in the middle. Uh, hello, ma'am. <laughs> you can't just spring that upon someone. <laughs> yes, I can. Hey, um, what's up? I need something to get blasted. You know? Um, and he kind of looks out across the store. He's like, well, um, uh, take, take your pick, ma'am. Why does he sound like a teenager, but also like he's 97? I know. I realized that part way through, and I was like, shit, shit, how'd this voice go? Does Marie have her wallet or monies? Hmm. When you put your clothes on in the honeymoon suite, did you grab anything else while you were there? I'll let you have a chance. Oh, if it was there, then yeah, she would have grabbed her usual traveling equipment which would include steely things okay sure i i will allow it you've got your steely things which means money and id of some form she probably only has her fake id which is great marie will walk around and just grab alcohols bottle of whiskey vodka some wine beer i don't what is what is alcohol (laughs) it's all the same going down right and coming out um, <laughs> not from what I've heard. Just grab one, like a basket, and just go down the aisles. Just fill it up. Okay, so she goes. The the clerk is watching you as you take your basket and take pretty much one of everything, like one can of beer, one bottle of vodka, one bottle of wine. Probably have a moment of hang on, they're in different colors. Do I want one of each? Yeah, we'll get one of each. <laughs> oh, there's this pink stuff. I'll try that. <laughs> in it goes the clerk watches you as you make your way back to the checkout is that right yes kind of eyeing up what you've got there oh okay ma'am and he starts ringing it up for you does this kid look like a square <laughs> probably does he have a name tag on what's his name clarence oh his parents set him up for failure so uh clarence you live around here uh, uh-huh. You go to the to school here? Yes. Ah, well, you know, I heard there's a party happening later tonight, and I know you're going to be supplying this party. Uh, have you ever been to a party before? Yes. Uh, he looks like he is lying. Yeah, you look like a real, real partier. Uh, so listen, you know, I'm sure a lot of people would be real appreciative if the, uh, the awesome cashier at what the fuck is this place called again? Wine, wine, Mary, Mary Wine. The <laughs> Wine Cries Mary. A lot of people would be really appreciative if the cashier at the Wine Cries Mary were to lower the fees a bit. You know, give them a bit of a discount. Are you? Are you? Uh, um. Are you propositioning me? I'm not propositioning anything. I'm just stating facts. 
uh, com- company policy says that uh, um, I have to charge the um, the the amount um, plus tax. I don't want to get fired. So you know, Clarence, uh, how long are you gonna work this job? Maybe just over the summer till you go to college, get a degree. Oh, and you see him kind of lower his eyes in shame. Oh, fuck. <laughs> Does he say anything else? The community college didn't even accept my application. The community college in Hendrix, you try anywhere else? <clears throat> um, that'll be $89, ma'am. <laughs> you, you said he was 18, yeah? Yeah, about that. He's legal. Celeste. <laughs> this is after Sean has been suggesting these things in text chat, I want to point out. I remember when I used to get blamed for content like this. <laughs> $89 is a lot of money. Marie doesn't want to spend that much money, okay? You shouldn't have got every different color of wine, then. Oh, she needs that wine. Clarence, how old are you? Oh, um, eighteen, ma'am. Eighteen. You you ever kiss anyone, Clarence? (laughs) He is going feet red. (laughs) Why do I do this to myself? (laughs) Sounds like you're fixing to do the Clarence. Did you say the kid is turning bright red, or Celeste is turning bright red? I said the kid. (laughs) So, how much would that first kiss be worth to you? Well, I I guess. It would be quite meaningful. Um, are you propositioning me? I am now, yes. Oh. Oh. <clears throat> oh. Hmm. Yes. 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 And he lifts up the the <laughs> side of the counter and kind of waits for you to come join him behind the counter. She'll take a step forward. Um look pointedly at the register and, you know, how about a, say, 50% discount? And he's, like, looking you up and down. (laughs) He just nods. I will again look at the register and wait for him to input the discount. And he fiddles, fumbles with his card and swipes it through the register and taps in. And then he turns around and he looks at you in anticipation. And he has a magical first kiss. Now, when you say magical, do you mean actually magical? Because I just want to know if I want to make you roll weird or not here, or if... Oh, what's performance in this game? No! Act under pressure! Yeah! (laughs) Okay. Oh, that's a ten. Oh, he has a magical first kiss. Oh, he has such a magical first kiss that he needs to change his pants. Oh. (laughs) Marie's taking her things and leaving. Wait, she's not even paying? (laughs) Ah! And kind of grabbing at his his crotch, trying to pull his pants (laughs) away from his... And he's like, ah, ma'am! And then he's like, does this damp patch forming on his pants on his uniform pants he's like ah, but you're already gone at this point and he can't chase after you 
I mean, Marie would, like, hesitate at the door and look back and say, that costs extra. And then we'll leave. (laughs) (laughs) Celeste! I hope that wasn't too salacious for our audience. If it was, you really shouldn't be surprised by now. Special thanks to our returning guest, Rosie. He'll be back for the next episode, which will air sometime in the new year. Don't you just love Jackson Steele? It is quite possible that we might have a Christmas one-shot for your lovely ear holes to enjoy. It really depends on if I can write the mystery, get up early enough to record it, and then edit it in time. But if I do succeed in this amazing task, then this special will see the return of Nikita. Jen, Maxwell, and AJ as the teens of Hendrix. And if you really enjoyed our Halloween one-shot and you're interested in running it at your own table, virtual or otherwise, then you're in luck. It's available from RPG and itch.io as a 10-page mystery. See the links in the show notes or go to either site and search for Welcome to the Hereafter Hotel. Sean, Celeste, and I want to thank those of you who have already rated and reviewed the podcast. If you haven't done so yet, then please go over to podchaser.com forward slash Wolf and let us know what you think. For other ways to support us, check out our website, redgannonwolf.com. We end this episode with a trailer for a brand spanking new actual play podcast. They're using the Monster of the Week system too, but they have awesome sound effects and music, so totes check them out after the beep. Merry Christmas, happy holidays, and we hope you have a brilliant new year. We'll see you soon, but in the meantime, thanks for listening. Beep! Visit Pickwick. Situated on the mid-northeast coast of England, Capewick boasts a rich history dating back to before even the Romans set foot on our island. Visit the High Street, where you can find a variety of homegrown, independent shops, eateries and historical sites. Take a walk along the beach enjoying Capewick Cove, exploring the very foundations of our town by looking at the cliff faces, caves and strata that make up our earth. Venture further out of town to some of the ancient Celtic stone circles and Civil War battle sites. See the final resting place of Sir Tobias Tottle. Finally, wrap up your trip with a visit to Capewick Castle and Historical Village. Enjoy an afternoon learning how to be a Roman soldier in a fort, take part in daily life in a bustling Celtic settlement, and learn about the full history of Capewick in one of the oldest castles in the world. Maybe you'll even get a chance to meet the museum's curator, Professor Terence Froden. Oh, there he is now. What are you working on today, Professor? Well, I've been diving into the prehistory of Capewick and have been slowly uncovering more and more evidence of some ancient religion, or at least consistent idol work. That's very exciting, isn't it? So come visit Capewick, the town of... But I don't suppose you've seen my Ashley, have you? Oh, oh, don't, don't look there. Have I just walked into these two, having finished committing a murder? You see this man, he has been gutted by some kind of thing. Oh, hello. Uh, 
Mr. Mr. Crisper, I didn't expect to see my landlord today. I grab you by the lens of the camera. I, we just need to get to a phone. And we see the briefest flash of a shadow room. Jesus, Mary, Jesus. I don't think it's safe to be in here. Do not open the door. I weren't going to, love. And all four of you hear like boots on the ground coming closer to the village. Don't tell us. Don't tell us. <laughs> that literally bleeds history. Roll Plenty, The Cape with Cassettes is an actual play RPG podcast using the Monster of the Week system created by Michael Sands and published by Evil Hat Productions. Set in a sleepy English seaside town during the late 90s, where four neighbours harbouring secrets will come together to stop the home being consumed by the very history it was built on. Join us every other week for laughs, thrills and misrepresented British history. Sarah.